the Chiefs kingdom. It's hey. a beautiful day for football as I don't know about you, man. But when I lose, I'm always down for my team. Cut it. Every day I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat like a chief. If I had a long day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? All right, well, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Kevo, and you are listening to another edition of Voice of the Kingdom with Kevo and Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo, what is good? Y'all, we back, and we better. Like May said, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. (laughs) Yes, we are back on the heels of arguably... Uh, not arguably, that's the greatest game I have personally ever watched before. So that was that was incredible. That was incredible. Even though it didn't end the way we wanted to, but that was the best game I've ever watched in my life. What about you, yo? During that game, look, I flipped between the game and then, well, number one, I watched the game on the Spanish ESPN because, woo. The commentators is literally the worst thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. I wish Tony Romo was commentating this game, but I'll deal. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know what? Because I, I kept joking about, you know, ESPN Deportes was the move for this game. And then <laughs> and then I'd even watch it on that, you know, of course. <laughs> but, you know, the perfect crew for, for that game like, if I knew that's how that game was going to go, it would have been Gus Johnson and Tony Romo. Like, yep. that, that would have been incredible. Been incredible. But let's break this motherfucker down. So, Chiefs lost an all-time thriller, 54 to 51. <laughs> 54 to 51. Um, of course, the Chiefs are the first team, first and only team in NFL history to – to score 50-plus points and lose a game. So, go fucking figure. You know, go figure. (laughs) But what are some of your takeaways? What we do. Like, we break (laughs) records. Look, um, so clearly, let me tell you, everybody, this. In order to beat Patrick Mahomes in this offense, you have to score 40-plus points, and you only win by a field goal. This is a tradition now. It is common now. So let me tell you something. We are on watch, yeah. okay? So you better break it. Yeah, and, and us, like I okay? said yesterday, last night, because, you know, typically after, you know, in years past when the Chiefs have lost, I've been frustrated or irritated. But, you know, that first loss New England, they were down so many defensive guys, like an already, you know, below average talent-wise you know, or talent performing defense was down like four or five starters in the New England game. So I wasn't mad about that because they came back and lost in the last second field goal. Mm-hmm. And and in this game, like, I don't ever want to be one of those guys that, you know, blames losses or whatever on, on the officials. And at the end of the day, the Chiefs still had opportunities to win. But you, you can't you could not have yep. watched the first three quarters of that game and tell me that officiating wasn't a, wasn't a fucking issue. Like it was bad. Like, 
Look, even current NFL players, NFL players of the past said that these were the worst calls. Like, Jordan Lucas just basically tapped that man in the back. Illegal block in the back. Tyreek Hill has been doing his piece for three years. Three years, guys. Three yeah. years. And yeah. he got a like, taunting like, call? Like, that is, that is his chucking up the deuces is his move. And yesterday it was a penalty. Yesterday out of all games. Now, you know, like, like I'm not going to be on no conspiracy theory shit like that, but it looks it for a while there, it looked pretty clear that officiating was definitely going the Rams way because you saw every single time one of the Rams guys got touched or anything like that, they were looking for a flag. Like, it, like, yeah, like, ugh. see, part of me wishes, wishes we would have took this game somewhere neutral. Like, I feel like we should have played the game up in Oakland or something because just because it was a Rams um, home game doesn't mean like we would have had fair side it being in Mexico. And even though Chiefs Kingdom showed up, I feel like we should have oh, played it oh. in a neutral place. If that game is anywhere but Los Angeles, the Chiefs win that game. Like, anywhere but in Los Angeles, Chiefs win that game. And like I said, I don't want to be one of the conspiracy theory guys, but it it looked like the NFL went out of his way. Because, you know, the NFL wants football to work in L.A. Like, there's two teams there. It's the second largest media market in the country. Like, you know they want it to work there. And this was by far the biggest game of the season. And, like, it just looked bad. Like, this was supposed to be – like, these were hand-picked guys from the league, which makes it look worse, honestly. You know. Right. Give me the regular crew over the yeah, all-star like, crew because fuck ugh, the guys. Like, just – yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit here and do that because, you know, when the referee needs to lose your mentality. But let me, let me go down some stats real quick because – that one dude, I think Greg something, but it pissed me off when I ran across it yesterday, said that Patrick Mahomes' performance showed exactly why Alex Smith shouldn't have been traded. Well, let me read you... Let me... Let, let me read you Patrick Mahomes' stat line, okay? Patrick Mahomes was 33 for 46. 478 yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions. Two of them interceptions were not on him. Okay, you know what? I'll take that back. Two of them were because that one where it bounced off Schwartz and then the dude took it to the house, he was flat footed and it was a lazy throw. But that's that's like a once in a thousand time interception right yeah. there. Like that play happens nine hundred nine times out of a thousand. That's not an interception. That's an incomplete pass. So, you know, I mean it's a bad play, but it's what it is. And then the one that Marcus Peters got, the defensive end hit him if he's throwing it. And that ball just fluttered like a duck after he got hit. You know the only bad, like the only bad play he made on interception was that was a game ending one, where like if Tom running out, yep. he was just chugging some up with Tyreek. So I'm gonna get him for that one. I, like, like he had five turnovers in the game. I can't like I can't be mad at 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 uh, Irving because he's a you know he is what he is and he's going against arguably the best player in the NFL and Aaron Donald. So we expected him to you know, make his presence felt. And he did in a big fucking way. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, 
Look, shout out to Justin Houston and Alan Bailey working together to get that strip sack and touchdown. I was like, bitch, you better work. Mm. Yeah, Chris Jones had six tackles, two sacks, three tackles for losses. Incredible. Like, from, <sighs> you know, the defense is, like, everybody's 51 and the yards put up and, and everything's going to be on the defense. And, like, let's just be honest here. The offense did not help them out, you know. Like, I'm not trying to contradict myself because I just said everything wasn't on Pat with his turnover stuff like that. But Pat threw a pick, a pick six and that strip sack, they got to take him back to the house. That's 14 points right there. And that and that that other uh and that other fumble gave them a short field. Like let's just be honest here. If Patrick Mahomes only turns the ball over twice, this game's a blowout. Yeah. Like this. Look, Pat, them them interceptions are on Pat. Whatever. Like that's what. Look, Pat Pat Mahomes to me is quote unquote a rookie. Okay. He sat behind Alex Smith, played in a preseason, played that ending Denver game. And now he's starting. Now is his time to shine. Okay, that's what I'm gonna call him. Yeah, he's a star. Yeah, he's his first time starter. And 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 that's perfectly fine. You know, I don't call him rookie because you know, I mean, Tammy's not a rookie, so I'm not gonna call him one. But like, I agree with that sentiment. You know, this he's a first year starter. But I tell you this, he is the greatest first year starter this league has ever fucking seen. Ever seen. Ever seen. Like this dude, this kid. To me, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It should still be the odds-on favorite to win league MVP. Yep. Uh, it, his team's on the verge of winning the third consecutive AFC West division. Uh, they went out or just handled their business. They are the number one seed in the AFC. And like I said last night on Twitter, on Twitter, the road to Super Bowl and the American Football Conference was, was going to run through Arrowhead Stadium, and they're they're not losing a game in Arrowhead. No. Like, I, like, it has to be an absolute horrific game from Pat for that to happen, which is why I am not, and nobody in Chiefs Kingdom should, points. like, nobody should be upset. I mean, yes, we can be upset because they lost and some things they couldn't control, but let's just be honest here. Your quarterback had five turnovers. Your team was on pace for over 30 turnovers. I mean, over 30 penalties. They venue got switched up on them at the last second. And they lost on the road to arguably the second or third best team in football by three points. Like, there's not many times you can look at a game. Like, if that's not saying nothing, I don't know what yeah, to tell like, these people. If that, like, not not many times do you see a team lose and they still put everybody else on notice. The Chiefs put everybody on notice yesterday, especially in the AFC. If you want to go to the Super Bowl and you were in the AFC, you have your fucking hands full and, and you probably better pay off the rest. Like, real shit. Like, you want to pay off the rest. Because... Because you're not winning an arrowhead. If this, if yesterday's game was an arrowhead, she's won by thirty. Let's go over some stats. Let's start with Tyreek. All right, Mr. Hill, Mr. Tyreek Hill had ten catches for two hundred fifteen yards and two touchdowns. Woo. Those two hundred fifteen yards is the second most in uh, in Chiefs history in a game. Like. 
that man is I don't know what else people need to see, but I think he definitely cemented he cemented his place as a top three or four wide receiver in his league. Like there was nothing the Rams could throw at him. Like like I was really hoping that you know they were able to get him lined up on Marcus Peters, but I think the Rams scheme did like don't even do that, which was smart, you know, because you know Peter starts getting burnt. You know who knows what could have happened. Could have went downhill from there. But what you got on your boy Tyreek? Probably asked him, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> like don't do me like that." Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> I was ready for it. I think we were all ready for it. You know, just give me that one play with him on Peters. But, you know, they kept on putting Tyreek on Sam Shields' old ass. So, but he did what he had to do. And um, I will say a couple of those two punt returns in the fourth quarter, you know, like that last one, give it up to Hecker. Like he had, he had to give, he had to have a great punt and he did. 70-yard punt with the game on the line. So, hey, that was clutch on Hecker for that. Tyreek should have let that bitch go on the end zone, though. Like, like, I mean, sometimes sometimes you're just a victim of your own success. Yeah. And if he would have housed one of those two, we wouldn't have been saying shit. So I, I'm not going to, you know, harp on that or make a big deal about that. But, I mean, he played a great game. And, like I said, the minute his status is, to me, a top three or four wide receiver in the NFL. And that, that, that motherfucker will get paid – He's going to get paid, and as well as he should, because he deserves it. He deserves it. Well, well. I don't know. I mean, we got money, and then we got to do some restructuring or some guys are getting cut. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Because you know they they need to go out and get you know some a little bit more help on defense. Um, real quick, let's let's segue over to defense. D four. You know, me and you, me and you. All season have been against signing him, re-signing him, or even tagging him for that matter. You know, we were like, let him walk. But, <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. convinced now that it's not a contract year thing. Like, he's healthy. He's in year four, or, or what is it, year five? And he's finally put it together. It looks like he's finally put together. I think health has been the biggest thing. You know. He, yeah. It just, like, I wouldn't be opposed just thanks. to tagging him next year <laughs> like, just, just, just to make sure that this wasn't a fluke. You know, because as we've seen with Houston and Barry, you know, signing defensive players in long-term deals has not been kind to us. So, um, no, Justin mm-hmm. Houston gonna need a restructuring uh, of his contract. Eric <laughs> Berry might need a restructuring. Man, you heard it from me. Honestly, it's not even a, it's not even a may need. Eric Berry and Justin Houston need to re- well, Justin Houston, if you're a restructure, he's definitely getting cut. But Eric Berry, like he like you need to do that. Like you like you need to do that. Like it's just the right thing that like, I know it's not best for your pockets at the end of the day, but it's the right thing to do. 
and and I think in seven he will do, but like yeah. this team. Let me go back to Houston real quick. When Justin Houston is healthy, he he he's still a monster on the field. He like he like he's still a force to be reckoned with. And and we saw it every single like he was giving Andy Whit Andrew Whitfield just he was destroying his ass, especially in that second half. Like they made adjustments, like the defense made adjustments, and Justin Houston showed his ass off. And with a if we can keep him and D Ford healthy, like look the hell out, you know, like. We're so fucking close just to, to me being a dominating force. So we're close. We're so damn close. Um, real quick, to go back. Uh, shout out to your boy Travis. Had another 10 catches, 127 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, yep. Yeah. Now, like, he missed a few catches. He's, he's had some glaring drops. You know this season, which I mean, kind of seems a little uncharacteristic of him. But I mean, you know, nothing where you feel like it's cost you anything. It's just like, oh, come on, man. But for every drop, he's giving you a forty-yard catch, so you know they'll be all right. But I want to give a special shout out to the boy Chris Conley. Uh, to me, to, to me, it's his best game as a Chief. Seven catches, seventy-four yards, two Bruh. touchdowns. Like. He had what two touchdowns his first three years with Alex Smith. He's hey, what is he up? Well, let me tell me touchdowns he's up to now. Let me look him up real quick. But I think he's up to five or six on a year now. Like Chris Conley is doing the damn thing. So yeah, I, finally, like I love Alex. Prayers up for Alex. You know he he got that. Man, did you see that? Really, hey, really hey, did you see that shit on Sunday? Chiefs Kingdom still love you. Yeah. Bruh, I yeah, watched it one yeah, time. Yeah, that lady just feel like, like I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, like that like that was bad. That was that was no bueno. I yeah, I was like, oh no, oh no. Which is kind of it's kind of crazy because because uh my wife broke the same two bones on her leg or for joint army, but I didn't see her actually break it, so I didn't I wasn't like uh but yeah, I saw Alex and that was disgusting. But prayers up, Alex. Prayers up to you, brother. Um, but yeah, but Conley finally has a quarterback that you know can utilize a skill set. So, like, that like he's killing on them crossing routes. Let's talk about uh, Sammy Watkins being active, but Sammy Watkins yeah, not being yeah, active, yeah, get- and how. What's his name? Is his last name Dieter? Dieter being a yeah, scratch. I mean, to me, it almost came off him. like Sammy was kind of being a decoy. And then when I looked at it, he only had four snaps yesterday. So, like, I think it was more of just wishful thinking. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably hurt. shouldn't have played, but I think that was more of like some gamesmanship. Like, you know, make the Rams still have to game plan for him, uh, but. You know, he has 13 days to get it get right. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. But, I mean, I don't think it would have made a difference. I, I mean, shit, still put up 51 points. Okay, I'll say 44. You put up 44 because Alan Bailey got that strip sack uh, or, you know, recovered his strip sack. So, 
I mean, the offense still put up 44 points without him. So, you know, I, I think they would have been fine either way. Um, but, yeah, it, like, he needs to get healthy because, like, we've seen that, you know, like, he's an X factor. Like, like the, the offense plays a little bit different when he's not in there. I mean, it didn't show yesterday, but – you know, that Denver game and the Cardinals game, but the offenses look different when he's not in there. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, where where was I at? Where was I at? Um, Kareem Hunt had 100 and – how many yards from scrimmage did he have? I can't remember. Uh, had over 100 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown. Um, maybe it's me, but – you know, I think most of us felt that um, the Rams were really going to try to use Todd Gurley to beat us down. And it seemed, not seemed like they didn't do that. Like, like to me, I was just like, hmm. Because he only had, he had, 50, he had 12 carries of 55 yards and he had f- three catches for 40 yards. So he only, had, he only had 95 total yards. Like, to me, it looked like the Chiefs obviously had prepared for Gurley and were prepared to do to stop him. And then Rams like, nah, we got you. Nah, that wasn't the play this week. I mean, maybe that's just me, but 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 what do you think about that? I don't want to mm-hmm. say, like, oh. Yeah. He injuries yeah. helped us and, out. Like, if that's the case, we then you know I'm cool okay. with that. Like, it, it, like it really just threw me off. Though he only had, like, he only had 15 touches in the game. That's just that's weird for you know a guy that's leading the league in scrimmage yards. But I mean, I I'm not gonna bitch about it. Um, what what's your biggest um? What are you most optimistic about leaving from this game? Uh, let's see. Pat, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Like we know that what they we know what we can do. We know how to win games. Of course, we also know how to lose them. But I'm just optimistic. I mean, we're going to the Super Bowl. I don't care what nobody says. I'm cool with people talking about the Saints and talking about the Rams. They're going to battle it out in the NFC Championship. That's why I couldn't understand PSA. I don't understand why Chief, um, Saints fans big mad. We you hope know. Drew Brees gets oh, his yes. MVP. So y'all who fucking cares? Like, like, would it be cool to see Patrick Mahomes win MVP? His first year starting to fuck yeah. But the only thing everybody that is a member of Chiefs Kingdom is worried about is February 4th February 3rd, 2019 in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, we don't we don't quote unquote care if Pat (laughs) wins MVP and I'm pretty sure Pat doesn't care. Like like like, we're not worried about it because Pat's going to win multiple league MVPs and he's going to win multiple Super Bowl MVPs. Like like as long as they can give him just some kind of defense, like like let's New England and Pittsburgh should be most worried. They're frankly most worried because their their run is over. Like 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 
even if one of them finds a way to come in here and beat us in the playoffs this year, yeah. they know their run is over because they have nothing behind their two old-ass Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And Patrick Mahomes is going to run the AFC. Same thing with the Chargers fans. Them, them fucking crybaby-ass motherfuckers. Like, like, even them, like, they know. Like, this is a year that, that they have to make a move because it's a wrap next year because you know Beach is going to ask that defense in some form or fashion. Like, the offense doesn't need much of anything. You know, maybe some offensive line depth, you know, and maybe a center because, uh, like, Mitch Morris, like, I, like this is a, that was his fifth straight game with that concussion. Like, I don't see any way he plays next year. Like, you know, he's a Mizzou guy and a Chiefs guy, so I love him double time. Like, uh, if this is your fifth concussion, you're not even 30 yet, like, you got too much life to live. Like, you know, that's, that whole CTE shit is scary. So I don't see how he plays next year, uh, you know, because, like, you don't want to see the man die on the field. And you, and you don't want to see the man in 20 yeah. years when he's coming back for a ring of honor or a Super Bowl, you know, celebration from years past and he's on a cane and all fucked up. Like, you don't want to see that. So, like, I mean, yeah, you know, like, that shit is scary enough as it is. But, like, other than that, the offense doesn't need much other than just, you know, another year of experience together. But that defense, you know, that defense, you add a big name cornerback or, uh, you know, and, you know, get some more defensive line help or whatever or safety or whatever, like, it's a wrap. Like that, like our defense does not need to be great, and it won't be any way in the NFL the way it's shaped up. Like there will never be another dominant defense anytime soon. Yeah, we're we don't we're not gonna handle a defense like the Rams because look what's gonna happen to the Rams. They're gonna disassemble yeah. next. And year I mean, well, you know, we're Rams talking about the Rams. Right? They have five hundred forty-six yards of offense. So, you know, there's that. You know, <laughs> look, I'm gonna wave goodbye and thank Dirty Dan, uh, Ron Parker, and Drea's husband. PSA Drea's husband is exactly Drea called him his husband, and she said, and I quote part of her yeah. Instagram, you need to catch the fucking ball. So, Drea's husband is the appropriate name I, for I tweeted whatever the second his name is. he dropped the interception. I said, this game cannot come down to a drop, scam, or interception. And it fucking did. And see, see, y'all, there you go. Kev <laughs> predicting. Kev and Angie predicted that we would lose by a field goal. And because Angie said, y'all know Angie off Twitter. She said, watch that field goal is going to be a deciding factor of the game. Yeah, and yeah. Of course, Kev uh, yeah. I mean, beginning of the season, I picked this game as a loss anyway. But as time went on, I'm just like, fuck. Fuck. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, it is what it is. And then I play this not getting looked. I mean, getting overlooked. I'm not going to harp on it because it was, it was a bang, bang play. But that third down to that Parker tipped, he picks it like he picks it out of his ball game. Like that was a pick six. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, like we'll be all right. Like we will, like we will be all right. Um, yep. We're going to kind of wrap this up. 
uh, we'll have something. We'll have something next week because we'll just kind of preview, not preview, just kind of review how not the first half, but I mean it's our bye week, so we'll just kind of review how the first eleven weeks have gone. Um, uh, let me look through these shoutouts. I got to do shit. Um, one shout out to Drake two nine eight five is the little chief's seventh birthday. He has twins. Is their seventh birthday tomorrow? Mm-hmm. So happy um, birthday, to the <laughs> Oh man, I shouldn't have asked that question. Oh, um, a troll, a troll. You know who you are. Uh, he got a pedicure today, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> I, I. I, I I knew as soon as I asked that it was gonna go <laughs> down the fucking hill, like like I already knew, and you know I accepted that. Um, I'm trying to make sure I don't miss anybody. Where's that damn tweet at? Um, that's all right. We'll get back to it. But uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Um, yeah. Yep. Get fat. Enjoy like I said, your holidays. Like anything special, important going on in your life. You know, something to celebrate, you know, hit us up and we'll put it out there. Cause like I said, she's came to be family. We put the celebrate shit, even though we disagree about some things, you know, but at the end of the day, we all love our chiefs and, you know, we celebrate shit together. So that's how the hell we going to roll. Um, yeah. So uh, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, yeah, be safe out there. You know, don't do no dumb shit. Stay safe. Because dumb shit brings on more dumb shit, and nobody likes dumb shit. So, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Wear your seatbelt, tap it, all that shit. All right, guys and gals. <laughs> all right, Kay Dean, take us out. Love y'all. Goodbye. What you tell them, hey, hey, every day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, ask me who I'm going for, who you think? What you tell them, hey, hey, every day, I'm a chief. Baby, please leave me alone when the chief's on. Eric Berry all day in the end zone. Can't believe we broke the record for the loudest. Arrowhead, silly sucker where the crowd is. Other teams ain't no chance when we play at home. Especially when they playing this for they theme song. Best believe they gon' know what happened when them helmets cracking. Leaving them battered and bruised to tell them get the package.